This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 5th of November. Justin, an inquiry into casino operator Crown Resorts Mm -hmm. has heard that Crown is not suitable to hold the gaming licence for its Barangaroo Casino on Sydney's waterfront. Brett, New South Wales opening its borders to Victoria this month, which will mean that free movement between the two states is back very soon. The borders are going to open on November 23 after being closed for the first time in a century. Wow, Justin, three really impressive stories today. Let's do it. For our first, sales at Woolworths went up by 12% between July and September this year, largely thanks to online sales and, of course, Disney's (laughs) Ushies. Makes sense to me. Those little critters are adorable. So what's the story here? (laughs) After we saw Woolies shelves in March and April this year, we thought that COVID was an absolute cash bonanza for them. (laughs) But it actually hasn't been all good for Woolies. COVID has actually dragged down the number of customers visiting Woolies supermarkets in total. And on top of that, there have been many costs associated with COVID too. Like cleaning stores more often. And of course, getting staff to monitor customer interactions <laughs> for social distancing. Uh, now, the good news for Woolies is that its online performance was real strong. E-commerce sales up 100% Ooh. to $961 million. What did you say? 100%. Wow. Add into the mix Ushi's giveaway campaign mm-hmm. and that's why you'd be pretty glad to be Woolies right now. So what's the key learning here? Physical super Supermarkets are transforming into more than meets the eye. Supermarkets used to be just for doing your shopping. And a distribution centre used to be just for warehousing stock. But the two are slowly merging into one. Woolies is now turning its physical stores into quasi-distribution centres to enhance online sales Mm. capacity. And they're doing this by creating more space at the back of their stores to pick and then pack orders. Which also means faster delivery to local areas. Mm. For our second story, Australia's FPOS is buying payments app Beamit to expand into the digital wallet space. Very interesting move here. Talk me through these two parties. All right, FPOS stands for Electronic Funds Transfer at <laughs> Point of Sale. You know when you make a payment on debit card? That's mainly done through FPOS. Mm. And they've been doing it way back since 83. Mm. And who or what is Beamit? All right, Beamit was created by three of the big four banks back in 2018. Mm-hmm. And it's an app that's used to pay people or receive payments, or even split payments. So now, FPOS said to the banks, thanks y'all, we'll take it from here. (laughs) So what's the key learning here? Owning the relationship with the customer has become the number one focus for most banks and financial institutions. And the way they're doing this is through payments. And why exactly is that? Well, it's all about the information that the financial institution can gather on a customer based on their spending. Once a customer spends money, the institution can provide more personalized offerings. That might be loyalty and rewards programs. That might be cashback offers. might even be a buy now, pay later mm. product. And FPOS hasn't ruled out any of these possibilities for its Ooh. new Beamit app. For our third and final story, China has halted the seriously gigantic IPO of Alibaba's Ant Group after the Chinese government had a bit of a dust-up with Alibaba's founder, Jack Ma. This is Mayweather vs. McGregor style, gloves (laughs) off and all. Tell me more. Well, a bit of background. Ant is an affiliate of Alibaba, Mm -hmm. the Amazon of China. Ant Group was set to raise $52 billion in its IPO, making it the biggest share sale in history by a long way. In fact, the IPO would have valued the 
company at more than $435 billion. That's four times the size of CBA. That's like 15 times the size of Afterpay. That's 50 times the size of Qantas. Now, what Ant Group does is it sells financial products in China. But Ant Group's IPO was suspended this week after a meeting between the company's co-founder Jack Ma Mm -hmm. and regulators in China. The reason? Well, Jack Ma has regularly spoken ill politely about the Chinese (laughs) government's approach to innovation and that they're too risk-averse. Turns out the old government doesn't like that sort of thing and he's jeopardised the world's biggest ever IPO. So what's the key learning here? Even the country's most powerful private entrepreneurs can't avoid the Chinese government's desire for control and influence. By hitting the pause button on Ant's record-breaking IPO, the regulators are delivering a strong message in China. No one is more powerful than the Communist Party. (laughs) While it's not yet official why the Ant Group IPO was suspended, it could very likely be an attempt by Beijing to remind Ma who is boss around here. (laughs) Fuck spam, a big shout out to Technicolor Zebra from Instagram who finally paid off their car. Justin, it's moments like these that are absolutely worth calling out and worth celebrating. Paying off your debts is boss. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.